Hey friend, thanks so much for meeting me here at Frothy Monkey in beautiful downtown Franklin, Tennessee. It's a great place to get a good cup of joe and share together in some good conversation. Anyway, be looking at the menu. I know you're new here. Decide what you want. Text it to me. I'm going to go ahead and get in line and place our order. Hey, you're listening to Guat.Rocks, God, the World, and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, always advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Well, this is episode 96. I wasn't planning on doing an episode today. This is Easter Sunday. If you'll check in my show notes, I have information regarding previous episodes I recorded around the topic of Easter. And if you haven't listened to those yet, I would encourage you to do so. You'll find all of them very encouraging for you on this special day. I normally don't record a podcast on Sundays, especially Easter Sunday, but a series of events today really provoked me to put some things down for your encouragement and for my remembrance. Uh, Today is Easter Sunday, April 4th, 2021. It's the day that Christians set aside each year to celebrate the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. After a hard month of rain in March, it's been a really nice few days of absolutely perfect weather and sunshine here in the Nashville area. All of our family here are in Texas visiting friends and family, so it's just my wife and I and two beasts that we give care for in my son's absence. My oldest son has two large, beautiful rescue dogs we take care of while he's gone. It helps him, and we're glad to do it. So this afternoon, we decided to go to the site of the American Civil War Battle of Spring Hill. It's a large hill, elevation about 760 feet. It's a nice little climb that gives you a better perspective on the clash between the Union and Confederate armies that cost the lives of 350 Union soldiers and 500 Confederate soldiers for a total estimated death toll of 850 men. We've lived in Nashville almost three years, and it's something we've always wanted to do, and today just seemed like a good day to do it all the way around. It's interesting to note that the road the Union soldiers were seeking to use to make their way into Nashville is the same road as the Main Street in Spring Hill, Tennessee, also called Highway 31 or Columbia Pike. Columbia is the next city south, just across the Duck River. And actually, the train tracks the soldiers used back then that run through Spring Hill is the same course the train tracks still follow today. As we walked to the top of the large hill, I thought about the people who shed their blood there in a war that was family against family, a war of massive casualties with a lot of suffering thrown in on top of the death. Many of the soldiers who fought in these terrible battles were undernourished and filthy. In the three battalions of Confederate Major General Patrick Cleveland's forces there in the Battle of Spring Hill, alone there were over 3,000 troops. Can you imagine the stench and filth of thousands of men every day needing to go to the restroom. It's hard to get our minds around just how hard those terrible days were. Then I thought about the people who died on these grounds that day. Most of the time, the soldiers killed in battle were buried in the fields with hopes to later retrieve the bodies for a more appropriate burial. There's no way to really know how many people still may be buried there in that battlefield on Spring Hill. As my wife and I walked to the top of that hill, We talked about the situation of the dead. The remaining live soldiers had to just keep going and not look back. Even though there had been casualties, they could not stop the fight. The war marched on. It's a different feel to live in an area where so many people lost their lives. Because Tennessee was right next to the Union state of Kentucky, it was like a gateway for both armies into the other's land. This is why so much fighting happened in Tennessee. During the Civil War, more battles and skirmishes were fought in Tennessee than in any other state except Virginia. 
resulting in more than 64,000 Confederate soldiers and 59,000 Union soldiers dying here. That's over 123,000 people killed on Tennessee soil. So what does all of this have to do with Easter, the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Son of God from the dead? Jesus fought the ultimate battle for the freedom and resurrection of people's bodies, souls, and spirits. He fought for the ability of people to miss eternal death and punishment in a real place called hell and spend forever in heaven with him if they will only believe in him as Savior and Lord and enter into an eternal relationship with him. Yet, as a person says yes to Jesus and accepts him as Savior and Lord, the battle for the eternal state is won, but we still, in a very real way, walk through this life in the spiritual battlefield we call earth. And there is never a day you wake up on this earth that you are not in the battle. This world is a battlefield, a relentless battlefield. As my wife and I sat at the top of the hill on one of the two park benches, I read the resurrection story found in the Gospel of John. My mind went to the connection that, though Jesus won the war for our souls, we still are in the battle in this life. We fight to glorify God with our lives. We fight for people's souls and eternities. As this world has in the past year gotten weirder and sadder, my mind began to reflect on all this together in a mashup thing. Thinking about the unimaginable blessings of the resurrection, the battle that still rages on, the hardship that each day can be in the midst of this miraculous blessing, I asked my wife how she thinks we are to move forward in all this. She made the great point that God didn't tell us to share the good news of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead when times are easy. He told us to keep on sharing the good news. Then our conversation came back to a devotional moment we had just shared together there, and it's found in Charles Spurgeon's evening devotion for April 4th. And it's on the verses found in Isaiah chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house will be established at the top of the mountains and will be raised above the hills. All nations will stream into it, and many peoples will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us about his ways so that we may walk in his paths. For instruction will go out of Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Spurgeon writes, it is exceedingly beneficial to our souls to mount above this present evil world to something nobler and better. The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches are apt to choke every good within us, and we grow fretful, desponding, and perhaps proud and carnal. It is well for us to cut down these thorns and briars, for heavenly seed sown among them is not likely to yield a harvest. And where shall we find a better sickle with which to cut them down than communion with God and the things of the kingdom. It is such an exploit of climbing that I invite you to this evening. May the Spirit of God assist you to leave the mists of fear and the fevers of anxiety and all the ills which gather in this valley of earth and to ascend the mountains of anticipated joy and blessedness. May God the Holy Spirit cut the cords that keep us here below and assist us to mount. We sit too often like chained eagles fastened to the rock, only that, unlike the eagle, we begin to love our chain and would perhaps, if it came really to the test, be very much more unwilling to have it snapped. May God now grant us grace, if we cannot escape from the chain as to our flesh, yet to do so as to our spirits, leaving the body like a servant at the foot of the hill. May our soul, like Abraham, attain the top of the mountain, there to indulge in communion with the Most High God. Friend, on this Easter day, 2021, Let's make a renewed commitment 
to cut down the thorns and briars in our lives of the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and move on in the battle for people's souls, planting the seeds of God's word in the lives of people so that we might yield a great harvest. The tenacity to march on to victory in this life and the life to come is found in communion with God and the things of the kingdom. So let's, as my father used to say, keep on keeping on. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.